Hey folks and welcome back to another Gamer's Guide. Today Nat and I took a look at what it takes to be a gamer. It was an interesting tat, considering Nat is a gamer girl. We had a little bit of a look back at history as well and stuff like that, so I think you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, now, before we do get into today's episode, I'm going to let you know that because these are kind of tying into the YouTube videos now, what I've actually done is... Um, Normally, what we're going to do in the future is normally I would include some of the comments and some of those type of things for us to discuss around the episode. But because this was actually discussed last night at the, the release of the episode, um, I didn't get a chance to do that today. So instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw a few of these on the end of the podcast so that you can take a listen to them there. Um, I'm just going to be answering them by myself because Nat is getting ready for work. And um, in future episodes, we will delay them by a couple of days to make sure that we can get some of your comments and stuff like that included in into the show, um, and next week I might just put out a bit of a bonus episode or something to go along to to include that couple of day delay. But uh, yeah, enjoy the show and uh, enjoy the show. Do I have any friends that play games? I think the correct answer, the, the correct question, would have been, "Do you have any friends?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I thought the same thing. When I like, I thought, I hope she doesn't double this question back on me because my answer could be like, "Nan, I don't think I have friends." <laughs> Oh dear, we're well, losers. But Nat, don't, after I end a sentence like that, like, I don't have friends, don't put an awkward silence at the end of that. Everyone's sitting there at the moment just going, oh God, they actually don't have friends. Yeah, no, 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 it, it's true. We're, we're awkward. Uh, I have friends. Just like the start of this podcast. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so you don't really have friend, friends friends that are gamers? Um, no, not really. Like... When I was growing up, when I was in like primary school, when I was in high school, none of my friends were gamers. We're going back to primary school already. This was a yeah. conversation in the middle of the podcast. Let's jump oh. in. No, no, no. Oh, whoops, was it? No, I don't care. We can jump anywhere we want. So you want to start back to when you were in high school, Nat? Yeah, I, I never had friends that gamed. You know, I mm. couldn't talk about gaming with them. So I think I always just kept it to myself that I was a gamer because, yeah, like I said, none of my friends that's played strange. games. See, I wonder if that's a thing because you're, you're like, I, again, jumping forward in conversations here, but because you were a gamer girl, I wonder if that's a thing that you didn't have other gamer girl friends in, in school. You see, gamer boys, Nat, growing <laughs> up, I had lots of, also, I've never ever heard anyone say the word gamer boy before. <laughs> no, me neither. But gamer boys growing up, Nat, had, I had plenty of gamer friends. And so, like, throughout primary school, I, I, I hang out with a nerdy group of kids, and that's kind of the, the group that I hang out with. Yeah, well, for me, I grew up playing games with my sister. Mm. So, you know, it was just normal for me to play games with my sister. It's like I didn't need to with my friends because I'd just go home and, yeah, play games with her. Okay, well, you're lucky, yeah. See, I, I actually, I, I say that I did have a sister that played games as well, so that yeah. was one thing that, like, I went home and... I grew out of playing games pretty quickly with my sister, though. Like we, yeah, I think she kind of started to go down a different path. Yeah, she went down the dark path, but, <laughs> <laughs> but... she turned to the dark <laughs> she, side. She turned to the dark side, but uh, I continued playing games. So, like, really early on, she definitely was into it. Yeah, yeah. But then um, she quickly grew out of them. But luckily, you had a sister and a family that were all just kind of gamers. So yeah, like, yeah, exactly. That, that definitely helped me. So I feel like I didn't need those friends to be gamers because you know I had people to talk about games with. I had people to play games with. So it wasn't a huge disappointment that I couldn't go to school and talk about it with my friends. You must have really looked forward to going home. Like, I can just imagine, like, because I went home and I was just like, okay, cool. Like, I, I look forward to it because I get to game, play games by myself. But having someone else, that was the golden era when you had, like, a, a, a golden night, Nat, when you had someone else to come over and you'd just game it on all night. That was you for every night. Well, I do actually remember when I was in primary school, there was this one girl that I was friends with. She was big into Pokemon. 
Like, she's the one that gave me the Pokemon cheats. And Give me names now. I need names. Her uh, name was Rebecca. Okay. I don't remember Rebecca. Yeah, well, she was a year. Well, we'll... No, she was a year below me, so she was two years below Ooh, you. No wonder I don't remember. Yeah, her. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, she was actually the one that gave me all the cheats for Pokemon Blue, and that's how I discovered Missing No and, then... and decided I'm never doing a cheat ever again <laughs> in my life because that's... that was terrifying. Exactly, that's a long story. Nat, we should get to the first question that we meant to start this podcast <laughs> with. Yes. What does it take to be a gamer? Do you have an answer for me? Do you have an answer? This is this is a tricky question. Like, what does it take to be a gamer? Like, that's hard. Because mm. I feel like, well, people that play games are a gamer. But then it's like, how technical do you go? It's like, if someone picks up Candy Crush once a week, are they considered a gamer? Well, it was actually like, we're going into this. this. This is why I thought it was an interesting kind of thing to cover. Because going into it, I didn't have a clear picture in my head of, like, what it takes to be a gamer. I knew that I was a gamer. I spot a gamer when I see a gamer. And... But I didn't know what a gamer was. Like, I didn't know if you said, what is a gamer? I'd be like, uh, I, I do, they play games, <laughs> you know? I didn't have a good answer for yeah. that. And in fact, like, popping this this question on you during the week, you didn't have an answer for me either. So no, I, I, no, I didn't. I was just like, oof, jeez, I, I don't know. I don't think it's something that we think about. Like, no. I, you know, what does it take? Let's, let's throw this question into another direction here. What does it take to be a surfer? And I think if you were a surfer, you're like, yeah, I'm a surfer. I don't think surfers think about what does it actually take to no, be No, exactly. One? It's like, do you have to go surfing a certain amount of times a week to classify yourself a surfer? No. And so that's why I just kind of classified it as as long as you're playing it, cons- like doing it consistently, then you can call yourself a gamer. I don't think there needs to be any rule book as like you need to be doing it this many times a week and this many hours and like it needs to be this amount of consistency because I think consistency is a thing that is up to the person as well. Yeah, think- exactly. And, you know, when you turn into adults and you have, you know, a job, you have responsibilities, obviously your game, your time to play games is a lot less than what it was when you were a kid. Exactly. So, I mean, it just just depends on your situation, really. And, and like, even going that far, Nat, like, if I was just to play one game a month, am I still allowed to be called a gamer? Like, I would love to try you're putting my own... Actually, let's, let's throw the question out there, Nat. Just in your own head, if someone was playing one game a month for maybe two hours, are they allowed to call themselves a gamer? Oh, wow, that's hard. That <laughs> actually, let's actually not, a hard let's not say question. are they allowed to because that makes it sound like we're, we're throwing the, a concrete rule down on this. I'd just say, would you consider them to be a gamer? Yeah, I can't see why not. I mean, if they enjoy playing games, if that's something that brings them fun and you know excitement, even if they yeah. can only fit in a couple of hours every now and then, then why can't they be a gamer? Yeah. I, in fact, I kind of threw that question almost in that direction because there have been times throughout this year where I would have played only a couple of hours mm. of gaming in a month. I mean, like back to the surfing thing. If you only go surfing once every now and then, I mean, yeah, you can still call yourself a server. You know, you may not be a professional server. You may not be very good at it. <laughs> but, you know, you still go at it. You still enjoy it. But, I, yeah, I also, I also feel like other things like being a surfer is compared to being a gamer, a gamer, you almost don't need to have a skill barrier there. Like anyone can just pick up a game and play a game. Exactly, and they're a start gamer. trying it. But like, I feel like if, with other hobbies, like if you were a surfer, to be called a surfer, you'd have to be someone who could actually stand on the board. Yeah, yeah, you do have a fair point there. Yeah. I mean, like if I was to try and go out on a surfboard for the very first time, I don't think I could really call myself a surfer. No. Um, let's, let's talk about you being a gamer girl then now. Also, I feel like I glossed over the fact that I only played a couple of hours of video games in a month sometimes. Well, it's, it's a little bit different with you. You know, you're always working on your YouTube videos and, and 
like a lot been, of your content is like gaming related. Yeah, well, it's a trick. That's what I mean. It's, it's a, I'm in a weird spot because it's been a tricky year. I've been trying to do a lot of videos, trying to get a lot of stuff out and learn a lot. You know, it takes a long time to learn things and yeah. consume other stuff that I found very little time to be able to escape myself. But I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, you still want to be playing games. I mean, it's not like That's you've it, lost yeah. your interest in them. If you had the time, you would still be playing them. Exactly. I'm, in fact, like, but games is still the biggest part of my life yeah. out of everything. Because exactly. That's... that's why you're now making videos on them. Exactly. Because you love them that much. Yeah. So, like, I don't feel like I, I need to be playing a certain amount even to call myself a gamer. That, that, that gets a completely different conversation here for another place. Now, the place I wanted to take this next was being a gamer girl. And you kind of mentioned this a little bit kind of growing up and how that affected you as as far as, or I believe it affected you as, as far as you didn't have a lot of other friends who were playing games. You know, it's interesting the term gamer girl. Like, I didn't even know if that was a thing until probably maybe like five years ago. Hmm. Like, I did not know if that was a term gamer girl. I just thought people, you know, played games and enjoyed them. Why does there need to be like a tag on you if you're a girl. To tell you the truth, I think it is a more of a modern era thing too. Like, I believe it's been around forever, but in my group of friends and in, in the way that I've known about it, it's been a very modern thing as well because of the internet, at the, because of the point where you almost could see these this bullying nature that occurred online to the gamer girl. Now, it probably did happen in, in other instances in, in schools and other stuff like that where, like, they if you did come out to say I'm a gamer and I'm a girl, you might have been looked at in that in that way. Yeah, you know, thinking about it, I'm sure I would have if I had, you know, I don't think I ever mentioned games to my friends. Like, I don't think they even know I played them. <laughs> but I do think if I, you know, was sitting with a group of girls and say, like, oh, yeah, I play games, they'll probably look at me and be like, oh, really? Yeah, it's it, in fact, I, I really hope that situation's changed a little bit, and it feels like it is changing, but like I mentioned in the thing as well, it also feels like it isn't when stuff like arises, like that Smash tournament thing that we talked about a little while ago now. Yeah, like, I didn't know the term, because I never got myself into situations, you know, where I could be, like, bullied or anything like that, because, like, I never played games online. Okay. You know, I I didn't I guess, get into WoW. I yeah. didn't play anything like that. So let's talk about growing up. Where would you actually see these people being called gaming girls? I guess it mainly is in in groups of friends and online. Yeah. And in fact, like if you were playing, yeah, like World of Warcraft. I mean, that's probably where I learned the term is when I was playing WoW, and I was like, that was kind of one of my biggest first experiences to really go online. Um, and you were playing with other gamer girls at that stage. But, like, I quickly learnt my place when like, I would get beaten by gamer girls. So, like, so, like <laughs> there's no, like, oh, yeah, the, the female race is somehow worse race. The <laughs> female race. <laughs> okay. Let's not pretend I said that. But, like, let's uh, instantly learn that females can be better gamers than I. Yeah, but, like, the thing... And everyone else. <laughs> yeah, but, like, the thing also is... Because... Well, it's, it's tricky because... I was, I was thinking, like, well, how would you actually know if a player is a girl? Like, if you're playing World of Warcraft, how would you actually know that you're playing against the girl? But headsets. Yeah. So, you know, people are in a group yeah. chatting and talking. Because like, I, I never did anything like that either. Okay, yeah. It's like the so, probably one or two times I did play WoW. You know, I was never going to put a headset on. Yeah. And, like, if you saw someone running around in the female avatar, they weren't a girl. They yeah. Were, they were me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly. exactly. That's but... exactly right. So, it's... You know, when you are playing online games, you don't know if you're playing against a girl or a guy. So when where do the origins, I wonder, of the actual gamer girl start? You know, where where do we start to draw a line that there's gamer girls and then there's gamers? Who knows? Yeah. I, I really don't know. But, like, I do feel like it's not as bad as what it used to be. I do feel like that as well. But maybe that's just 
who I know on online, but yeah, I do. I do feel like there's more of an acceptance there. I do feel you know it's always easy to try. Well, for me to try just target the things that's starting to do better, we're starting to see better female representation in games. Yeah, you know? yeah. we're start. It feels like we're starting to get a better, better uh, acceptance that there shouldn't be a difference between a gamer girl and a gamer in no. the first place. No, that's exactly right. It's like we should just all be gamers. Exactly right, Nat. I mean, like you said earlier, you've never heard a gamer boy. No. Or a gamer guy. That, and that's what's weird to me, that i never heard of a gamer boy or guy or anything <laughs> of the sort. It's <laughs> a game boy we have, but yeah. not a gamer boy. <laughs> exactly. Origins of the gamer now. Now, I talked about this a little bit, um, about where gaming actually started. But did, did you know where it started before this? No, I had no idea. This is actually quite interesting. Yeah. So, like, the fact that it started in, in gambling. So, if someone was rolling the dice, they were considered a gamer. That Isn't that funny? It's like... I wonder how they even thought of that term. You know, you're gambling, so you're a gamer. Well, yeah. Well, that's like what was... To me, I kind of went back and I thought, well, what was playing games before video games existed? And, of course, that was board games. That was playing cards and stuff like that. But then even before that, I mean, it would have been dice and card games that would have been the thing that was playing games. Yeah. And so I guess it makes sense that that was kind of where it originated um, is from gambling, one of the you know the main forms of playing a game. They're gamers. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, it, like, I, naturally, I guess the progression with there would be from the, to the next game up. You know, Dungeons and Dragons, the next kind of big wave of game, is where you really got that gamer. And I feel like that's where you really got what a gamer actually is, as far as if when you imagine what a gamer was in your mind back then. You know, it's funny. I'm just imagining like people playing board games to be like, yeah, I'm a gamer. <laughs> I, I play board games. It's not weird. Like, I, but, I, like, I love board games. I know, same here, but do, people don't, who play Dungeons and Dragons and board games anymore, they don't consider themselves to be called a gamer anymore, do they? I don't know. What would they consider themselves? Well, see, I'm not in the loop. So, uh, this is actually a really good question that we should ask a Dungeons and Dragons master. Is that what they're called? <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> we should ask the Dungeons and Dragons masters, Nat, whether they actually call themselves gamers. They, own, they they had the term before we did. They did. We stole it from them. Yeah, and so then after then it made the natural progression to being a video gamer um, because I guess that really just rose in popularity and so that's where the term kind of really started to take off and that's where gamer really started to get, get gain a rise there. So if you're a gambler now, you're basically just called an addict. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's the difference now. <laughs> they have another word for yep. it. <laughs> um, what about gamer products now? This is an interesting one. Gamer products. I love gamer products. Do you though? Yes. I, I see. I was thinking about this, and I thought gamer products, like being advertised to, like what we can probably consider, and what you, I know what you're probably thinking of gamer products, is completely different to what I'm thinking because oh. when we're advertised to as a gamer product, we're advertised to as the gaming chair, the oh. gaming laptop, the gaming keyboard, the, or the gamer laptop. Yeah, the the gamer keyboard, which is you know when you consider advertised to as a gamer. It's generally the hardcore PC people that we see, the hardcore PC race. Yeah, okay, so we were thinking of two completely different things because I was thinking of merchandise. Yeah. I I was thinking of, like, going into EB and seeing all the cool stuff that they have there. Exactly, and so that's where, like, but I think that's different because being advertised to as a gamer is is being advertised to as that high-end PC type of thing. But just going to the shops and buying as a gamer. Um, yeah, that's definitely what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because I was thinking, I was just like looking at all the stuff we've got in this room here and I'm like, well, yeah, we clearly like our gamer products. We're, we're a big collector of them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever think we see a change in the way that they they consider like 
I guess being advertised with the game is, is isn't considered to be the PC or the high end anymore because of, obviously to us like we consider that to be the hardcore gamer or the PC gamer or whatever you'd like to go on that end. I I don't think that's the what you think of as the gamer for me anyway. Oh, I just I think the term now just yeah like covers all bases. You know, like if you're a PC gamer, if you're an Xbox gamer, you're a Nintendo gamer. Yeah, but like, I guess what products would they advertise as gamer products for a Nintendo thing? You see, I think PC has a lot of accessories to go for it. So therefore, you can sell something as the gamer keyboard or the gamer Hmm. screen or whatever you want. Well, I mean, there's plenty of accessories and stuff to go with your consoles. So, But you you never get the gamer pro controller, you know, the gamer controller or... No, that is true. I guess it's just called the Pro Controller. Yeah, exactly. Everything's just... It's all kind of, you know, like the same sort of stuff. It's just named differently. Exactly. When did you consider yourself a gamer, Nat? <sighs> wow. When did I consider myself a gamer? Well, this is a tough question because, like, I don't I don't know if there is a solid period, but, like, just a period of time where you started to maybe associate in your mind, hey, I might be a gamer. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever thought that. You know, I've just grown up playing games. Mm. So, basically, my, my entire life... I've been playing games. Yeah. Because we got the SNES when I was two. And then mum and dad always bought the Nintendo consoles as they came up. You know, I had, I got Game Boys for birthdays, um, you know, Game Boy Advances growing up. Yeah. So I always had Nintendo consoles. So, you know, I'd never considered myself a gamer. It's like, well, this is, you know, this is a hobby. This, this is, is something this is I enjoy doing. So why would I be putting a name on it? Yeah, I guess we didn't really need a name for it back then, did we? No. Like, I, it's not like I went around, you know, yelling to the other kids at school, hey, I'm a gamer, look at me! Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. There was, there was no, like, yeah, I didn't need to put a, a kind of a term over myself to say this is what I am. No, exactly. It's just it's something I enjoy doing. If I look back, though, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same. Like, I just, I just grew up with games. I had them in my life ever since I was kind of could function (laughs) as a child and um yeah i I think i've just always just been a gamer because i've always played games and i've always associated like for me i've always like i was saying i guess if you want to be called a a gamer is someone who really associates himself with games and i've always done that i've always associated a part of myself like a big part of myself as I play games. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, playing games has always been my biggest hobby. You know, yeah. When I was a kid, in you know, school holidays, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be playing games. I wouldn't be going out with my friends. I wouldn't be playing out in the yard. I'd be... Well, no, I did. I did play we out were, in the we yard. Forced, like, yeah, we were forced to go out in the yard sometimes, Nat. Oh, I don't think I was forced. I, I just went out now and then because I, I did enjoy it. But like, yeah. my biggest hobby as a kid was playing games. Yeah, same here. I was playing so playing games for you was it much of a like a uh, I can't think of the the isolated word here that I'm looking for so let's call it a loner experience was it alone like would you play games alone ever or would you always have that family experience because like as I'm saying you had a family growing up where like games for me unless my cousins came over or I was going to a friend's place which did actually happen quite often it was quite a loner experience well I did both you know I remember you know as a kid playing like at night time like playing donkey kong so you know like me and mum would be on one team jess and dad would be on the other <laughs> you know, and then we'd, we'd like take it in turns in getting through the levels but then there was also definitely times where you know i would just play my game boy by myself you know i remember the first okay. time playing pokemon and the first time i saw a pikachu and <laughs> i was super excited <laughs> i guess that's that's a good point portable gaming 
that's really the loner experience, isn't it? Yeah. Back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, if you've got nothing else to do, you pick up your that's Game very, Boy, you start playing it. That's very different to the portable experience now. Because when I think, like, I mean, if it's in your face and you're holding it by yourself, that's still a very loner experience. But um, if you're playing the Switch, it, it definitely has the capability now of, of not being a loner experience. Now, can I have that drink bottle, please? You absolutely can. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Because, like, with the Switch now... You know, you have what up to eight people playing on the same yeah. same console. Like if you have it undocked and you know everyone's got a Joy-Con, whereas yeah, obviously back with your Game Boy Pocket, you were just playing that on your own. Yeah, but like I said, I guess it's still an, an experience where um, if you're just playing it by yourself, it's gonna be right in your face. You know that that is where that loner experience really comes. Like, like I do remember just like laying in bed and playing the Jungle Book on the, my Game Boy as a kid. Did you have the the Game Boy Light? No. Oh, you missed no, out I on didn't. a lifetime, Nat. But I did have rechargeable like, batteries for my Game Boy Pocket. Oh, really? Because you know they chewed through AA batteries <laughs> so <mom>. quickly. <laughs> she was so mad at how many how many batteries <laughs> we went through as a child, Nat. Yeah, so we actually got rechargeable batteries. You were living. For, was Actually, it rechargeable or did you have to have them plugged in? Well, I, I don't remember, but it was just... No, they would have been rechargeable. Yeah, but like, like, like back in that time, to have rechargeable batteries oh, for your Game Boy Pocket, you know, that was that was something special. We actually had rechargeable batteries um, as well at some stage. Um, I just remember this big... This like it's You think of rechargeable batteries now, you just plug them into a little pack and that's it. These are rechargeable batteries that we had. It was a big... Uh, grey and clear box. It had like a full on top that would actually close over. It was it was basically like imagine the size of the Nintendo Entertainment System. The original, like the big grey box like that. A big grey box and it like it just took an assortment of batteries. There was just so much wasted space. I don't know why it needed to be this big, but it did. And that was how like you would actually recharge batteries. And it was such a pain to even get out and plug in that I don't even think I used it that much. Well my rechargeable battery pack actually so you took out the you took off the back where the batteries went. Oh so you were actually for it. clipped in there. Yes, oh. it was made for it. It clipped in there and obviously the two rechargeable batteries sat in where the double A batteries went and you left it in there. And then you just plug the charger into that. While you're still playing, oh, playing your Game Boy Pocket. Yeah, my. It, so yeah, it, was, it was it was something pretty special for me at the time. It would have been. I think I think it was my father who bought this big pack for all the different batteries. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just for the the double A's or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but this this was actually made for the Game Boy Pocket. Impressive. Anyway, yeah. you missed out on the Game Boy Light now. I've got to no, say. No, I did. I did. That was something I did miss. Well, you out plug on. a lamp in under your bed and like have the lamp shining down while you're playing your game. Well, I was actually a good kid. I actually went to sleep when I went to bed. And didn't play on my Game Boy. Yeah, I think I did for the most part as well. If we went on camp, I remember bringing my Game Boy and Game Boy Light on camp and just thinking this is the best thing ever. Or, or, or I read. Like sometimes before you bed, if before I wasn't bed. ready to go, yeah, I'd, I'd get like a stack of books from my bookcase, pop them on my bed next to me and just, just look at them. Like go through them. You know, they're like picture books because oh, I was good, a good. kid. <laughs> you know, they weren't like novels. Yeah, Jesus. Like how about Einstein? Eat your heart out over here. Oh yeah, no, I, I actually read my... Kid books when I was a kid. That's very good of you, Nat. How times have changed. Yeah, how times have changed. <laughs> At least you read books as a child. I did. Um, do you show your gamer to the public, Nat? Do you show your gamer to the public? I, I, Don't! <laughs> Look at my gamer! <laughs> Put away your gamer! <laughs> Can't show uh, that in public! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but like, do you display the fact that you're a gamer? Like, do you not. I, I do. Unashamed to walk around and say like, "Hey, I'm wearing this shirt." Or, "Hey, I look like a gamer." Like I not as love in like the filth- showing 
then I'm a gamer. Yeah, like not as in like the, you walk around looking like a filthy nerd or something like that. No, I've got <laughs> I've got my cool gaming t-shirts. I've got my cool gaming dresses, skirts. You name it, I've got it. You do. I've you... got lots of cool gaming well, stuff like, that I like to walk around in. Did that my start... slime slippers. <laughs> I don't think I'll probably leave the house with no, those. I don't, though. I don't think you leave the house in them. That's probably not not a and great that's idea. That's probably going a bit too far. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you know, you're right. You do. Did this kind of start with cons for you? Like going to cons is where you first started to be like, hey, I'll buy gaming stuff. Or did you have you always had like? That? No, I wore I wore gaming stuff before I started going to cons. Okay. Because some of my dresses I had, I had. Before we started going to cons, yeah, and so then you start wearing it there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you here, Nat. I yeah, did, well, I, you've got a million Nintendo shirts. <laughs> I did, like I don't own that many shirts that aren't Nintendo. <laughs> no, no, you really don't. <laughs> it's weird. It's like every birthday and Christmas, I just get you more. I'm kind of realizing how weird that is right now. Like I'm sitting back and I'm just kind of going, "Yeah, Eric, you probably own ninety percent shirts that are gaming related, and then maybe ten percent that are like just a few other shirts that you wear around the house." And yeah, so but that's okay. That, I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> I have I'm, a Spyro onesie. You do have a Spyro onesie, Nat. That'll make a video one day. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I definitely I'm definitely not afraid to walk around in in gamer shirts and be like, yeah, I like Nintendo. I like this stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. I and, like in saying that, Nat, it wasn't something that I was always so. Um, I've always been proud. That's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, not afraid to, I guess, wear, wear it out. Like, I was afraid when I was younger to be seen like that in public. Yeah. For people to actually think that I was a gamer. I don't know whether it was I thought that I might be considered that stigma that was the gamer back then. I think it's also because, you know, we, we weren't popular kids growing up. So, you know... Speak if... to yourself now. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wasn't popular. You know, it's like if you showed you're a gamer, you know, all the popular girls, you know, would be like, ooh, you're a gamer. Yeah. You know, and you didn't want to get into that position so you just wouldn't say anything that's right and primary school wasn't such a big deal to be like part of the gaming kids but i've definitely found that when i got to high school i was just like oh i better put this away for a while <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want the kids knowing that i'm into this um that could have sounded wrong in so many ways <laughs> yes uh, but i do i do remember that like the some of the kids at high school because that's i think that's why like i always bounce between like I don't have a better word for this, but the, the, the nerds are the jocks. You know, I'd bounce between the, the two groups. <laughs> what's, with, what's with this ep- episode, Nat? Um, I don't know. We're getting personal here. <laughs> yeah, but I always bounce between the nerds and the jocks in the uh, in the schoolyard because I didn't really want to admit that I was a gamer, but I'd want to hang out with the nerds because I was a gamer. So were the jocks like the popular kids? Yeah, the po- jocks were the popular kids. And they didn't mind you hanging around? No. Well, I, like, I was friends with like, Nat. <clears throat> in case you didn't realise... I was a social butterfly in, in, in school. I don't believe that. <laughs> no. I, I, I went to primary school with you. Yeah, I, 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 nah, I, I'm joking. First of all, I wasn't, I definitely wasn't a social butterfly. In fact, I was an awkward butterfly. Like, I was a butterfly that maybe flapped three times and then panicked and then, like, would flap it another three times and have, like, a fit on the ground or something like that. Um, <laughs> but I, I was definitely not a social butterfly. However, I was always. That that kid that was just friends with everyone because I was nice to everyone. So everyone like I I don't now I had toed my own horny, but I was I was just friends with everyone. I was friends with everyone. I wasn't a social butterfly, but I was friends with everyone. Oh, well, that's your good boy. Okay, that that was my legacy growing up. <laughs> legacy. Um, what? what about the future of being a gamer then, Nat? Like the future of being a gamer. Do you think that stigma of being a gamer is starting to go away? Do you think like when someone thinks of a gamer, they're no longer like oh they have um, filthy basement smell to them. No, I think I think it's starting to go away. Like over time, everything 
seems to get more socially accepted. Time heals all wounds, Nat. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like a lot of, you know, people have been a lot more accepting of it. And yeah. also, just one thing you pointed out, I think you said about 49% of the population have played games at one stage in their <clears> life. <throat> So, you know, when half the population have at least played games, you know, it definitely is a stigma that's lifting. It's definitely, a, it, it's interesting that you bring up that number as well, because there's 49% have played games. How many do you think is actually a gamer, though, like, out of that? It'd still be a decent number, surely. I would imagine, like, a fair amount of people are actually playing games on well, a regular I mean, basis. like, the video game industry is taking <clears throat> off. It's getting big. I mean, and- like... Yep, you go. And let's not forget the fact that, like, we're not just considering if you're a console gamer or a PC gamer here. Yeah. If you play games on your phone on a regular basis, that's still games. That's the same thing. Games are kind of getting in their way into everything. And there's even services that are getting even better out there now to accommodate for gamers. Yeah. Um, Like, Apple Arcade is, like, actually a really good service. Uh, And then there's things like just... They're getting more, ca- like, they're a- allowing games to target more casual audiences with, with fitness stuff or Labo or whatever else, you know, that just, you know, and especially the Wii era, you know what I mean? Like yeah. They're, they're finding ways for games to target more and more people and to allow more and more people to come into the hobby in different ways. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, an example I want to give. So, the EB in our local mall, last year they moved into a much bigger shop because they were in quite a small shop. So, they moved into a bigger shop. Uh, Sing moved in there with them. So, there's now EB and Sync together. Yeah. And it's just been so much more busy, that shop. It's like every time you walk past it, there's always people in there. It's like even if the rest of the mall is completely dead, there'll be guaranteed to be people in EB. Yeah. like, And that's funny because it's actually like the, the physical sales and stuff like that of gaming is actually kind of diminishing as a whole because obviously a lot of people are buying games digitally, digitally these days. Yeah, or but, online. But because but of like, cheaper. yeah. But because the gamer population is growing and these places have started to adapt and sell more gamer-related stuff and, and, you know, not just be the gaming outlet, um, they, I, don't, I don't speak for everywhere, but here they seem to be doing really well. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. Yeah. I also I'm, I'm agree with you about the stigma and that. I think that that is slowly starting to fade. I don't think yeah. it will ever go. I think gamers will always, um, because it's something that... I don't know, like we picked up as, a, as as kids and it's all, I think it's always going to maintain that little bit of a, it's a child thing, it's a stinky basement person thing, you know. Yeah, I don't or, think... or, you know, or the whole, you know, you're probably addicted to games and just, yeah, stay in your basement and play WoW all day long. Yeah, and, and I think because of the bad side of things yeah. that cat you can get caught into, it'll always have that negative stigma into it. But I think it's getting more more accepted as a whole. Yeah, yeah. So. And I think it will continue to kind of go that direction in the future. I think so. Anything more now to talk about with gaming that? Or if we kind of, we've wrapped up this gaming present as one big whole Puzzle. juicy pie. Christmas present. Christmas present. It's getting oh, close. Wait, we both went different ways there. Yeah, we did. Totally different ways that. We were on a totally different wavelength there. Um, but uh, Christmas is coming up soon, so... It is. It's less than a month away. It is. It is less than a month away. Don't have to put up the Christmas tree soon. Very soon. It's actually going to be slapped up, I'd say, in the, well, probably in the next week or so, Nat. Monday. Because you meant to put it up on the 1st of December, but um, which is Sunday. I'll be at work. So it's going up on Monday. Monday, hey. Yep. Okay. Prepare yourself, Eric. Special times. <laughs> Prepare yourself. I am prepared, Nat. I'm always prepared. You'll probably be hiding under the bed or something. <laughs> How weird. You're making people think that I'm really weird here. 
Hey, you don't like it when I put up Christmas decorations. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't. I am the Grinch. Anyway, everyone, yeah. thank you for joining us and goodbye. See ya. Hey folks and welcome back to the end of the show. I just realised that I've probably played the outro music now and you're all either you've either tuned out or you've checked your phone and gone, is that is that was that the end? Did he forget to put the stuff on the end? But no, I'm here, I'm back. Um hopefully you're still here as well. And I'm gonna run through a couple of your questions just for a little bit of fun to see uh what some of your opinions were. Because as I said, I'm meant to be including these in the show as it was. Anyway, um I had a bunch of you really enjoy the editing style to the, vi- uh, to the video as well, so thank you for that. I know, um, Jamie, you let me know on Discord, and uh, so- some of you, like Addison, James, and everyone else, have, have all just kind of gave me a shout-out. So thank you very much to... That's uh, All of a sudden, I feel really bad that I didn't like go through everyone who said something really nice about it. So um, apologies, and I will... I don't know, I feel really bad. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to do anything, but I feel really bad. Anyway, let's get through some of these questions. So, um, let's start with Jump on Everything, who says, The way media presents gaming really frustrates me. If you would allow someone to watch a movie or a TV show, then you should allow them to play a video game. Besides, sitting down and playing a game is more likely beneficial than watching... I had to click read more, sorry about that. Um... Watching the same thing as it keeps your brain engaged. People who insult you for playing games are probably just jealous of your mad gaming skills. Uh, I definitely agree with that last line. The media has always kind of put this... I feel like it's almost a a media thing, the reason that we still have this... um, We still see gaming or gamers as the way that we see them. Like, I think that sometimes... The media wants it to be like that because if you put that type of thing in a title or a thumb, like if you wanted to go YouTube or anything, like in a thumbnail or a picture, those type of images is what creates people to click on stuff. And if they didn't have that kind of, if they didn't have a stigma around things, no one would want to, to click on those articles as much. And so I think that works well for them. And I think that's why they don't want that to go away. And they will continue to beat that drum of gamers like are the way they are. And you're right. I, I do think that uh, watching... Uh, playing a video game is more stimulating for the brain than simply sitting in front of a TV and watching something. And not that there's something wrong with either of them. Like you can, everyone should just do what they want to do. But I don't think there should be this thing like this is inherently bad for you because of that. Um, anyway, thank you for that one. Jump on everything. Um, Addison also wrote, it's almost a stigma that, that comes with being a gamer. Some people are so stuck in the past, sorry, I'm really struggling with my S's today. <laughs> I know that some of you guys realise this. I'm actually trying to practice to get better at it, but uh, I I really have a bad lisp, and um, some day, like I don't know, there's some days that it's just worse than others for some reason. And today is just one of those bad days. Anyway, um, I hope you can put up with me. Some people are so stuck in the past that it was almost scary at some points. <laughs> there was a lot of S's in there <laughs> to be a gamer because of the judgment. These days, I've honestly, uh, these days it's honestly the best thing. In the world, being a gamer, and there's such a large, amazing community. Great video. I always love the metaphors. <laughs> um, yeah, it it is such a great time to be a gamer, really. Uh, when you think about it, like I kind of mentioned this in my reply to Addison, but back in the past, when you were a gamer, your community, the people that you hung out with, the people that you knew, that you knew was all based around your school or like the the people close to you and if there wasn't a group close to you that was like that then you were just kind of left out um or even yeah just feeling like you're left out 
these days, when it comes to the, the online presence and, and, and all these social media apps, if you and, and like even just YouTube or whatever, if you want to find a group that has a similar interest in gaming to you, if you want to find a community of people that that feels in a similar way that you do about a certain type of game or a certain console or anything, you can do that. And, and I think that's something that's almost underappreciated and just kind of flies by now that, that just wasn't there in the past. But it, it certainly is something for me that I've found so many friends that way, to so many people that I like to hang out with, so many people that I know because we have this similar interest now that I wouldn't have been able to find these people in the past. So I think that is something really magical. Thank you for the comment, Addison. And I know you're an avid listener, so hello. <laughs> um, who have we got coming up next here? Lazy James says, uh, it's... It is known in my area that I am a ga- <coughs> Sorry, James. I'm going to do a better job of reading your comment. <laughs> it is known in my area that I am a gamer. Even at my job, people are always asking me for advice on which games, systems, accessories to buy. Pretty cool, actually. I'm going to agree. That is really cool. And I really wish that I had that type of thing around me. Like, when it comes to people around me, I've, I've always got, like, family who, who, like, you know, obviously Nat and her family and stuff like that, who already know what they want to what they want and same with my friends like my friends if I do have friends like we just discussed at the start here if if I do have friends they are kind of gamers as well and so they don't really need my advice and then when I used to be building like when I was going out building a lot I would go out and uh, none of the guys out there were gamers none of them or not even gamers none of them were interested in buying games even for their kids or anything like that they all kind of almost like they shunned the hobby honestly to be to be perfectly honest out there was kind of like a um, not a big thing and so that was, although I've got to say, it did get more socially accepted. Even over the five years that I've worked there, I noticed a big change, a big shift in the way that it was kind of, not just anything to do with me, like just in the way that it was kind of like, oh, wait, people are making livings out of this. People are doing this for a job. This is something legitimate now. This isn't just for, for kids. Um, and so they even started to swing the way that they saw them. Um, but yeah, they, didn't, they never needed my advice. And then uh, probably the last thing I'll probably say is my direct family, like my sister and stuff, uh, they really are like my nephew he's just playing Fortnite at the moment and they don't need advice on what what other stuff to buy and so generally it's just i get a call from them if if uh the xbox breaks down or something like that or, or they couldn't sign in with an account and couldn't figure out why so um that's definitely the situation with that thank you james uh who we got coming up here next actually i'm gonna call you mario because I, I started calling you mario and i know you prefer that also, James's name is actually Mario. I'm not just calling him Mario for some random reason. Uh, Daniel. So, Daniel says, Eric, the most... Okay. <laughs> he gave me a lot of comments, uh, a lot of compliments here. Um, but we're going to jump to what he actually says. Um, he goes, I'm t- uh, I always felt left out as a kid, especially when everyone around me was playing video games and I was the only ones whose parents didn't allow them. Um, that sucks. That really sucks. <laughs> I... I couldn't imagine, like, my parents are always very much on the side of we're not happy that you're playing games, but we're going to let you. And they would always make the excuse, Eric, you're going to get square eyes. Eric, you need to go outside and play more. Um, and they were right. I did need to go outside and play more. And I did. Like, I played a lot outside as a kid. But, um, yeah, my parents were definitely not happy with me playing games. I couldn't imagine them being like, I'm not, we're going to have a cutoff so you can't play games at all. Like, I wonder how that would have actually affected my life growing up. Anyway, thank you for the comment, Daniel. So we've got John coming up next, who, and John from John Ebo on YouTube says, growing up, it was, uh, growing up, it wasn't cool to play video games. That has kind of subsided. Pretty much everyone plays games now. There's still people out there that think it's immature to play games. Yeah, there is. 
I think that's the biggest thing is that like it definitely has become more socially accepted. Like we kind of went over fifty percent of the population have kind of dived into them now and, and think that it is acceptable. But there is a, a just this portion of, of people out there that I don't know whether how big they'll ever go away. And and, and like I said, it, it is kind of getting better. But there is still a portion of people out there that think it, it's a thing for kids. Um, which is totally like, yeah, there's games for kids, but there's also games for casual gamers. There's games for hardcore gamers. There's games for people who like RPGs. It's like, there's, there's games for everyone and, and nothing has to be... It's kind of this whole YouTube thing that we're going through at the moment, like where the copper thing, there's videos for kids and there's videos for everyone and there's videos for adults and there's... Vi- like there's... But putting everyone's videos into just there for kids, that's kind of wrong. And that almost feels like the same approach they take. some people take to video games. Oh, well, it's, it's a video game. It's all for kids. <laughs> so something weird. Anyway, I don't want to get into the copper thing right now, but it's definitely something that's on my mind. Um, and I guess last of all here, we got Russell the Pumpkin, or, or Kai. Um, now, Kai says that you're 30. <laughs> um, bruh. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know why I'm ending with this one, but... Um, Ooh, I don't know if that was loud. Um, yeah, I'm 30. <laughs> I don't know how many people expected that for me to actually be 30. I, 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 always, I get it quite a lot that I, I'm... People say that I'm younger. Um, although, actually, if, if, you went, if I went back for like four or five years ago when I just started building, I looked a lot younger than I even do now. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, it was really building that aged me. Like, I've aged. In fact, even in the last year, I, I feel like I've aged so much. Not just like... Mentality-wise, I definitely have, but like as a uh, as a physical appearance, I feel like I've really aged. I don't know if it's the stress, um, but one thing that I found that really did it when I was building is one, the stress, <laughs> but two, uh, was being out in the sun so much because I was out in the sun. That's like the biggest aging thing there is, and so like I was out in the sun um, whenever the sun was out, and yeah, I, d- I definitely found that uh, I aged personally over that that amount of time. So um, if you want to look old, go out and get a job in the sun. Although, apparently, they didn't work for me because people still think that I'm quite a lot younger. So, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this little bit slapped on the end there. Um, as I said, in the future, we will have these these questions and things thrown into it. So, it's not just me talking on the end with a whole bunch of your questions. Um, but for this episode, I hope you enjoyed it. And um, I, I say I hope you enjoyed it a lot. And I am going to see you on the next one. Also, oh, I should mention, totally. If you would like to support the show, you can absolutely... One good way is to leave an iTunes review, but I realise that most... Most of you who would have done that would have done that already. Um, but two, you can head on over to the Patreon page where for $1 a month you get all the rewards that we have there, um, including a special AMA podcast which Nat and I are going to be recording very soon um, and a bunch of other cool stuff there. So that helps support the show and helps us keep going forward. Um, so thank you very much and I'm going to see you guys on the next one. All right, thanks everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.